to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Planting the Flag. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Wednesday, June 21st in the year 2023. We've got a lot of circus going on up in D.C. with the Durham in presentations to Congress. We equally have some drama with Adam Schiff today, while other things are going on around the world. But the one thing everybody isn't paying attention to is how we're being taken over by the flag. We'll get into all that in just a moment. Patriots, one thing that's very clear right now is that we need to keep our health strong and we need to keep our immune system strong. And to do that, we need products that will ensure good health and truly the way God intended. And the best product for that that I have found is Field of Greens. Patriots, our greatest health is achieved when we rely on God's bounty to support our whole body health. Field of Greens is a whole food supplement that empowers our mind, body, and spirit as we were designed. Each specific fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens has been medically chosen to support specific health functions like your heart, your liver, your kidney health, your immune system, and your metabolism. Field of Greens is organically sourced, manufactured in the United States, and the company is headquartered in Texas. It is a supplement designed to boost the full body-mind function using whole foods. Just read the ingredient label and you will see it reads like a grocery shopping list, not a lab experiment. Field of Greens is also the only brand with a better health promise. Start using and enjoying Field of Greens, and at your next doctor's visit, if your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, return it for a full refund. If you keep your body healthy, your mind and spirit will follow. So get started today. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to get 15% off by going to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And if you sign up for the monthly subscription, which you can suspend or cancel at any time, you will get an additional 10% off. That is a total of 25% off. Just go to fieldofgreens.com and use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Again, that's fieldofgreens.com, promo code BARDS. So if you haven't heard today, there was a lot of nonsense going on up on the hill. And I think you know, one of the things that we've all been paying attention of, um, paying attention to, is the Hunter Biden laptop. Now, that's been going out here for a couple of years. And finally, it came to the surface. There was a whole breakdown and distribution of what, the, what was actually in the laptop. And then the great moment when Hunter Biden is brought to court, he pleads guilty. And in that one moment, everything changes. So I want to start with this because this establishes really a lot of the direction we're going to go around the bigger story, which is how what just happened with the Hunter Biden laptop basically gave every single criminal in our government that was involved in Russian collusion, that is involved in doing all sorts of nefarious things, child sex trafficking, 
the tearing down of our nation, a back door to get an out of jail, a get out of jail card free. Take a listen to this. I've asked Dave Clements as a prosecutor because I want to get into this Hunter Biden situation. Well, it's outrageous on so many different levels. What we're dealing with are three charges, essentially two tax issues and a gun possession charge. If you want to be very, very judicious, you could focus on six crimes alone that should have been brought here. And those were violations of the Mann Act. That's where you transport someone across state lines uh, to engage in sexual activity. That's what led to the conviction of Ghislaine Maxwell for 20 years. Notice that those charges are absent. We're told that pretrial diversion shall exclude any individual who is what? One of the things is dealing with offenses related to sexual abuse or sexual assault, an offense involving or brandishing a firearm. It's the entire laptop issue is an issue of public trust, uh, issues related to national security with the back dealing of Burisma. He was already on the board and he's a grown man. And it turns out he did not do a single thing wrong as everybody's investigated. No prosecutor would have even brought this to a director of a diversion program. They would have been laughed out of the office. If a judge received this plea deal, knowing what the guidelines and policies were for diversion, I don't think they would accept this plea. So a recap, 459 charges, you've got three non-crimes, uh, is, is one of the most absurd things that I've ever seen. And what this does is it opens up kind of the gates of hell, because when you start talking about sentencing, every single defendant going forward is going to remember this day and say, why can't I get the deal that Hunter got? It's, it's a travesty. His attorneys out on MSNBC last night saying that he would have never agreed to this deal if it wasn't if he was not told or implied that all investigations into Hunter Biden have dropped. Who do you think is correct there? Do you believe his attorney or do you believe uh, the uh, the U.S. attorney? Um, you're basically looking at someone for two misdemeanors and pre-prosecution diversion where you don't even have to plead to a felony. You're not going to trial on any of this. Hold it. You're, 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 are, you, are you telling this audience that everything we've seen on the uh, everything that's in the laptop from hell that Garrett Ziegler and the people have put up there and everybody's put up on there of the and then we know the trafficking of women of which uh, we've had congressmen Nancy Mace, Lauren Boebert, others that have gone to the Treasury Department and seen the SARS reports and they say the file on the trafficking of women is the thickest file. Are you telling this audience that all of that cannot be prosecuted now? So I think the only chance that you have if you go this route is for state prosecutions. But you're, you're basically giving oh, away everything from a federal standpoint. Okay, we'll get back to this in more detail later. Uh, Dave Clements, thank you for uh, making my head blow up early in the morning. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, Steve. Take care. There you have it, Patriots. So you see what, just, what they've done here is pretty sly and actually quite brilliant. I have to give them a lot of credit. Hunter Biden laptop is literally, as they refer to it as that laptop from hell, has incriminated so many people. And at the same time, we have this dog and pony show going on up here with Durham. A lot of drama. We have all sorts of congressmen speaking up, acting like they're telling us the truth. The big truths are going on. We also have with this the whole patriot movement, or a portion of it anyway, saying, well, we're, we're waking up the normies. We're waking up the normies. At this point, you're not going to wake many people up. And while that may be, a, it may be interesting to see how much of this information is permeating across different domains in the web. You have discussions going on on the five earlier today 
about the satanic order that rules the world. There's no question that people's consciousness and awareness of what's going on is happening. But the thing is, the criminals are getting away. We're not seeing any prosecution. All we're hearing is information distribution. Now, Peter Navarro was on the War Room. This, that was just the War Room piece with Steve Bannon. Peter Navarro is also All on the War Room. All these people that were part of this op, they're not just running free like Hunter Biden. They're getting six and seven figures for books and going on CNN and Fox. And well, they're still part, uh, it's yeah. just it's and just still associated it, with this apparatus. It's criminal. It's criminal, Steve. It's criminal. Hey, don't forget about me and Bannon. Okay. Okay, they're trying to put us in prison. Why has Congress forgotten about all of that when they do their long litany? This is crazy stuff. Hang on. Seditious conspiracy. You, you hang on. Hang That's on. what these people are part of. <laughs> I think Steve is probably trying to shut him down. Here's the fact of it. And the reality of all of this is that Congress is giving us a great show. <clears throat> they have no prosecutorial powers. They have no way of levying any fines. They We had Adam Schiff was censored today. I don't really know what that means. It didn't kick him out of Congress. It says you're a bad man and can't lead, lead, lead communities. Adam Schiff said it himself on the floor today that they have done nothing but improve his brand. You even had the old hag Pelosi speaking today. So there's no question that these people are criminal. This is a criminal mafia. But you have like the new mafia going after the old mafia and everybody is still involved in the mafia and nothing is changing at all. And the threats to the United States continue to increase. And what they are doing is they're keeping everybody distracted from the bigger issues that are going on. Now, one of the couple of those things that are going on, which are quite important, actually, one of them is the changing of our food. Because the idea is if you control the food, you control the people. You control the energy, you control a nation. You control the money, you control the world. Food's a big deal. Because not only do you have to control the food, you have to control how the food is made so that you can ensure that what people are being fed has no nutrient value and will continue to keep them dumb, stupid, and compliant. And Americans have become exceedingly good at being dumb, stupid, and compliant. And we go along with it. I mean, why not? I mean, it's, it's great to get your oat, oat circles or whatever you get for your breakfast cereal with all those additives in them. We love our sugar. We love our additives. We love our artificial flavorings, and many of which come from fetal cells. We like eating baby parts. Let's be real, because even that's in our food coloring. We enjoy it. It's part of our culture. This is the world that we are all in, and we have become a nation of retarded people. Now, I'm not looping everybody in this. Obviously, it's a broad brush statement. But the fact of the matter is, people just keep going along here. I mean, take a listen to this on lab-grown meat. This is crazy. Well, it looks like another company has been approved to sell lab-grown meat in the United States. On June 14th, Upside Foods, whose main investor, you guessed it, is Bill Gates, became the second company in the United States to gain approval from USDA. The first company to receive approval was Good Meat, whose top investor is also Bill Gates. This cultivated meat or lab-grown chicken is made by taking cells from living livestock, 
feeding them a nutrient mix and placing them in a bioreactor. Both Upside Foods and Good Meat are awaiting site inspection from USDA before they can go to market with their cultivated meat. Oh, and in case you're worried, both the FDA and the USDA will play a role to determine if the cultivated meat is safe for human consumption. And if approved, both Good Meat and Upside Foods only plan to roll this out to high-end restaurants. So is this really where our future is going, where they want us to eat lab-grown food to save the environment? Yeah, save the environment. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's like, how can you keep America dumb, stupid, and compliant? You know what's going to go into that. And oh, by the way, did you notice they're talking about only feeding this to elite restaurants? So you have to ask the question, where are they getting the cells to grow the meat? I'm just asking. I would imagine that they probably have a pretty good deal going on with Planned Parenthood. And I would imagine that those elite restaurants are getting their tasty little fill of that new lab-grown human flesh that will just absolutely make them feel so good and luscious knowing that they're eating babies. I'm not making this up. We've seen the track record of these people already. There is good reason to have that sense of things and why, why we would think this way, right? Now, Patriots, one thing right now to be clear is we are in a very critical time, and that is also you have to make sure and take care of your wealth your gold and silver wealth is solid. Your paper wealth is not. This is why we have Birch Gold. Patriots, President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times, gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. And one other thing, just before we continue, tomorrow, tomorrow is the Shemaine's book, The Killer House, goes on sale. Shemaine Nugent. Check that out. It's a good book. She was, had that at Bards Fest. It was awesome. It's timely. <laughs> it is timely for a lot of reasons. But it's very timely. It seems to be a growing issue in our health that we have to be very aware of. Plus, if the world collapses and the power goes out, you have a great text to read, which you'll be very happy you have. Keep yourself entertained and learning something, which is even better. All right, Patriots. So the real issue here is all of the distractions that Congress is portraying. None of these people are going to go to jail. We know that. They're not going to enforce the laws for themselves. We have a two-tier justice system. Those in government and in the elite are treated differently than us. And at the same time, we have the rise 
of the new fascist order right before our very eyes. The difference is that this fascist order is more style conscious. They understood that brown shirts just didn't get people excited. It was dull. It was boring. So instead of bringing in that, we needed to bring in some fashion, some style. We needed rainbow. Welcome to Pride Month. It's LGBTQ Pride Month, as I'm sure you're aware. The queers have conquered the country. The flags are flying everywhere from the sports stadiums to Target, the department stores to the school. But did you know that it used to be called a Pride Month, but that wasn't inclusive enough. So now it's LGBTQ Pride Month. But technically, the official name is actually the LGBTQAI plus community, the LGBT, everybody knows, you know, lesbians, gays, transgenders, uh, bisexuals. The Q stands for queers, which used to be a slur, but then they've sort of incorporated that as their own, sort of like black people did with the N-word. So that's that's their word now. The I stands for intersex. Those are people who have been born with both sex organs, male and female. They're very rare, but they, they do exist. They're like the unicorns of the community. But do you know what the A stands for? No, not anal, but I would understand why you would assume that. It actually stands for asexual. And these are people who are not interested in sex at all. Not with the opposite sex, not with the same sex, no sex. Which begs the question, why would they be lumped in with a community who won't stop talking about sex and all their kinks and all of their fetishes and the 57 different genders that they have invented? It doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, us straight people are, you know, wondering, okay, maybe this has gone too far. They're bringing dildos out and lube in the schools. But I really feel sorry for the asexual people because I'm sure that they would rather play video games or do anything other than participate in an LGBTQ pride festival. It just doesn't make any sense. But the lesbians are the ones who really confuse me. A lot of lesbians celebrating, you know, they're wearing the rainbows, tweeting about the patriarchy. But if lesbians are attracted to other women, then why are so many of them dating women who look like men? <laughs> right? I'm not laying copyright on that joke. I'm sure that a lot of comedians have talked about this. You know, we've all kind of wondered this. It's not really a joke. It's, it's more of a mystery, <laughs> right? <laughs> This is a tough crowd here, but I, I understand, you know, with, with cancel culture, um, you know, you could, you could get fired for, for laughing at, you know, certain cutting edge jokes or obvious facts. But I'm just here to say that it's, it's okay to not be gay. Now they call it homophobia, uh, but, you know, we used to call it being normal. Yeah, now being normal is the new new non-normal, right? So that was Mark Dice. He, he rocks. He did that in front of a county commission meeting and just recently. And he, I think about half of them there were gay anyway, so which made them ex- exceedingly uncomfortable. Why did I bring all this in? Because what we're witnessing right now is this mass distribution and expansion of gay flags. We're seeing the pedophile flag, we're seeing the trans flag. We're seeing every version of flag out there of their rainbow celebration month. And it's a full month long to enculture people with the rainbow flag. I want to read you something. This actually comes from italki, or just in, in one of the chat boards. And it says, 
Flag planting means claiming ownership of something. It is a Western custom or unspoken rule that when terra neolis or no man's land is found, whichever country lay its claim on the land is putting their flag on the soil. For example, when the American continent was discovered, Spain had planted the Spanish flag on the land near the beach to claim it as their own sovereign area. When the U.S. landed on the moon, the U.S. flag was planted on the moon but laid its claim for all mankind so that the moon is considered to be owned by Earth, not just the U.S. You see, flags have a very significant meaning, which we are forgetting, and it's also biblical. But we are literally seeing flags being planted everywhere. You notice that the federal government now is flying the rainbow flag, the pedophile LGBT flag, whatever that thing is. They're flying at every embassy. They're flying it at, at every federal state, federal or place, territory in the United States, their, their buildings, etc. This is planting a flag. It means claiming territory. And right before our very eyes, we are seeing our country transformed into a new country. We are being it is being done visually, which gives it some measure of legal precedent. You need to understand that. It's very important. Now, with this, let's take a look at a couple critical, some famous moments that are worthy remembering. One of them was in one of the most famous flag planting or raising of the flag was on Iwo Jima. So the the photograph of it was taken originally of the flag of the Marines planting the flag on Iwo Jima by Joe Rosenthal of the Associated Press on February 23rd of February of 1945. And what that represented then was that the Marines had taken over and proclaimed victory and U.S. ownership over Iwo Jima. There is a similar incident that happened on May 2nd of 1945 in the Battle of Berlin where a Soviet soldier was raising the flag of the Soviet Union over the Reichstag building. So very important to understand the importance of these symbolisms, and they are not, they're not to be taken lightly. Now, probably one of the most famous fake um, flag plantings was on the moon, like this one right here. This is the one they did in the studio, but they said that we flew to the moon in a little tinfoil-wrapped box with a computer that had less power than... There it is, a U.S. flag on the surface of the moon. Yes, indeed. They've got the flag up now, and you can see the stars and stripes on the lunar surface. Beautiful, just beautiful. Nothing more really is needed here, but it does seem that there ought to be some music. <laughs> very good. Yeah, very good, indeed. This is, this is all part of the claiming of territory. And what we're witnessing right now is we're seeing these pedophile flags being posted before churches. They're being flown over federal buildings. They're being flown across streets. They're flown on the White House. Patriots were occupied. Every country that comes in and flies a flag designate, uses the flag to designate securing territory. So if you have any doubt in your mind that we're at war, I need you to be very clear that our country is now fully in control of occupied forces. That's why the U.S. put the flag up in Iwo Jima. That's why the Soviets put the flag up above the Reichstag. This is what this means. It means you are no longer in control of your territory. We have lost control of the United States. This is a broken era moment. But let's get some context to literally what we're dealing with and the types of people 
that we're dealing with. Now, comedian Eddie Lizard from England, I think, says it best when we kind of take a look briefly at some of the leaders that are allowed to rise up and keeping this in context with the psychopaths that have launched the bioweapon in this day. Take a listen. Stalin killed many millions, died in his bed. Well done there. <laughs> Pol Pot killed 1.7 million Cambodians, died under house arrest, age 72. Well done indeed. <laughs> and the reason we let it, them get away with it is because they killed their own people. And we're sort of fine with that. Now <laughs> oh, help yourself, you know. <laughs> We've been trying to kill you for ages, so you kill your own people. Right on that. Seems to be. Hitler killed people next door. Oh, stupid man. <laughs> After a couple of years, we won't stand for that, will we? <laughs> and I, Pol Pot killed 1.7 million people. We can't even deal with that. I think, you know, we think if, if somebody kills someone, that's murder, you go to prison. You kill 10 people, you go to Texas, they hit you with a brick, that's what they do. <laughs> 20 people, you go to a hospital, they look through a small window at you forever. And over that, we can't deal with it, you know? Somebody's killed 100,000 people. We're almost going, well done, well done. <laughs> you killed 100,000 people? You must get up very early in the morning. <laughs> I can't even get down the gym. Your diary must look odd. Get up in the morning, death, 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 lunch. Death, death, death. Afternoon tea, death, death, death. Quick shower, you know. So, and, and Pol Pot was a history teacher, and Hitler was a, you know, a vegetarian painter. So mass murders come from the areas you least expect it. I don't know how the flip comes over, but it happens. Yeah, they come from all sorts of areas, like our government, in all sorts of branches, like our government, in all sorts of corporations, like board of directors and compliant drones that go along with this thing. We have dealt with mass murder, and we're living through mass murder right now. And though this was well before this period of time, Andy Lizard did this piece long ago. The point that I'm getting at here is that the game has never changed. Mass murder is not something that is typically prosecuted. In fact, it's rewarded. But how is it rewarded? Change of flag. And it's part of how they control a nation. Once you break a nation and give a nation into a point of drama and trauma, keywords, it's easy then to re-flag the nation. In fact, there's probably going to be a move here in the States to re-flag it because things will be so scarred and things will be so torn down. You'll start to see lots of issues here. You'll talk about people wanting to re-flag us. Now we've been changed. We've had to face the fact that there are other types of people in our culture we didn't recognize before. We have kids now that have been mutilated by surgeries to cut off their genitals and to have their girls removed, have their breasts removed. We have people that we didn't recognize before that are confused in gender. They want to have sex with a pig. They don't want to have sex with their dog like the dude up in, in Penn State. Or maybe the other one, like Harvard guy who decided to butcher, which came out today, decided to butcher the people in the morgue and sell the parts to other collectors around the nation to make a little side cash. See, we've become an inclusive culture. That's what the LGBTQ movement is. Include everything. Reward everything. But here's Eddie Lizard again. We built up empires. We stole countries. That's, what you do. That's how you build an empire. We stole countries with the cunning use of flags. Yeah. <laughs> you just sail around the world and stick a flag in. I claim India for Britain. And they go, you can't claim us. We live here. 500 million of us. 
you have a flag? <laughs> we don't need a bloody flag. It's our country, you bastard. No flag, no country. You can't have one. That's the rules that I've just made up. And I'm backing it up with this gun. There you go. We're dealing right now with a complete takeover of the nation. And it's interesting because the most powerful, or we should say the most aggressive movement, not by accident, has a flag and its various factional elements, which to get to be the more extreme. So think about what we're looking at here. We Instead of having brown shirts that are backing a Nazi flag, we have rainbow people. Rainbows are kind, they're gentle, they're nice. They're the ones that are launching this attack. And that started out just being the lesbians and the gays. But then we had to include the queer. And then we had to get into the bisexual. And we had to get into all these other things. And pretty soon, other people started to have a flag, like the trans. They have their own flag. What does that mean? Well, it means that the pedophiles claimed high ground as well. But where's the high ground for God? Where's the high ground for the American patriot? Where's the high ground? We're looking at our flag being being scarred. We're looking at our flag being diminished. We're looking at our flag being mutilated. And yet we see their flag being protected. This is because we are occupied. The rules have changed. All this dog and pony show that people have been spending hours on today, literally unending streams from Durham investigation, which just tells us the same thing that we've known now for three or four years, nothing new. The same thing that we expected to know. And we, but we did expect to have justice. There is no justice in this game here. None. Our justice system is broken. It's owned. It's contracted. It means that what is happening here is we're witnessing everybody in Congress quietly sitting back and, and passively and, and willingly letting the country being reflagged as they get away with everything. Thanks to the Hunter Biden case. Good job. That was a brilliant maneuver that gave almost every one of these criminals a back door. Oh, and, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. That's that's another one. What, what happened to him? See, it's the flagging is not unimportant. If it was unimportant, there wouldn't be such an emphasis on flags. The U.N. has a flag. All these people have flags. Antarctica has a flag. And flags lead to to establishing control of territory. So what are we going to do about it? I think that's the big thing. I told you the other night that what has been really put on my heart, and I mean this very boldly, is that as we set up Bards Fest, we are establishing kingdom strongholds. The symbolism of that is literally a black flag. It will be the Bards flag. But why black flag? Because the black flag means no quarter. Give no quarter. We have to stop giving in to all of this. There has to be a line in the sand that we draw that says no more. And unfortunately, that mentality just has been taken away so much from the American patriot. I think that we have a very distorted view of kingdom. I think we have a very distorted view of the way God handles things. I think we expect this sort of, I don't know, I think we almost expect this sort of gay and fairy type living in heaven where everybody's going to be dancing around the streets with gold streets and eating pizza and popcorn and playing kickball and whatever else. I don't think people understand that there is an accountability to how we operate. 
that we are also accountable for the sins that we allow to permeate in our world. Let's be clear. This LGBTQ movement is Satan's frontline army. And they're not having to be aggressive. All they have to do is convince us to do it to ourselves. Every single time a child goes in and gets his balls cut off or a girl gets their breasts cut off, that is a victory for Satan and they laugh in God's face. And where is that burden and ownership of pain? Do we have any of it? Absolutely. Nations will be judged. The watchers on the wall that speak nothing, the blood shall be on their hand. The flags of Satan are flying everywhere. And it's such a good maneuver because just as this is happening, we see this thrust of the church of Satan coming out boldly in the public. And Christians' eyes turn to that while Christian churches fly the rainbow flag on their front yard. I told you in my trip around the fall, last fall around the country, I was stunned when I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. I honestly did not believe that it was possible for one of the areas what I would consider a strong Baptist area and, and strong Bible Belt area that probably 60% of the churches were flying rainbow flags on their front lawn. They were staked in the ground. Understand the significance of that. Staked in the ground. You know, there's an interesting video game. It's Call of Duty, if you haven't seen it or ever played it. Call of Duty World at War. And I'll bet you didn't know that World at War has multiple endings. And you know how this ends in every single one? One ending is a Soviet, one is a German, one is a Chinese, one is an American ending. And you know how every one of those endings is? It's all about who plants the flag at the end of the game to claim victory. This symbolism's real. It's not just an off, off-handed thing. And everything that's happening here is both spiritual and physical. Satan's army is planting its rainbow flags everywhere. They're flying them everywhere. They're sticking them on cars. They're sticking them in grounds. They're flying them above schools. That means that they have taken dominion over the school for Satan's activities. Do we think that's true? Absolutely. We can just look at the teachings of it. It goes on there. And we don't see any pushback. We see nothing. The American flag now has been completely diminished around the world, anywhere that it flies. Any, any pedophile in the world now can look to the U.S. Embassy and say, wonderful, I have a place that I can go, that I consider my home. I am a worshiper of Satan. I am a believer that I must diddle kids. I like to rape children. I like to eat kids. I, like to, I need adrenochrome. Let me know now. Oh, my goodness, you have. You've given me the symbol that I have a home to go to. It's called the United States. And you know what's better is there's a mass number of people, 330 million of them, in fact, that are dormant. They're happy or they're saying nothing, which means I have full reign to do what I want and the laws are continuing to support what I need. This is the world that we are now in. And it's a world that should get you irate. The fires of righteousness should burn in your belly. This should make you absolutely ready to stand. Because this can't go on. We are literally being giving over all of our rights and authorities. And remember, under the laws of flags, Admiralty Law and other laws, when those flags fly, that is what is the law of the land. Again, the importance of planting a flag. It's not a small event. 
and we are literally giving away everything to perverts and pedophiles. Everything. And they're just doing it in our face. This is far greater than just a month. This is a month to soften, to force acceptance, to get people accustomed to seeing a new flag of a nation. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's quite interesting. When you take the purple, which is the transgender pedophile flag, and you put four of them together, do you know that you get a Nazi symbol right in the middle of it? Try it or search it. You'll see it because that little V at the top, when you position all four of them together, butt end to butt end, it gives you the Nazi symbol. Do you think that's by accident? You think that's just like, oh, sorry, didn't see that coincidence. The Nazis learned long ago that they couldn't carry their symbolism forward in the open. They had to find another way to bring it about. And they understood very well that the heavy-handed nature of the Nazi approach, all that was imaged in the world, was too brutal. People would push back on it. They would actually raise up full nations to fight them. So they had to do something different. Put men in skirts and whisper things in children's ears and change the laws of public schools and do so after you traumatized a nation with COVID, a fake virus, the COVID con, But they proved the one thing. The nation proved so much of one thing. It proved its obedience to the lips of the politicians that themselves had a different agenda. It proved that people believed that they would obey those that even though they said politicians were corrupt, they would still obey. And if the media said something long enough and loud enough, people would retract. They wouldn't stand up and object to it. They'll withdraw. Then you have to do things like get players to bend a knee and you have to get actors and you need to get comedians and you need to get sports players to promote this new flag. And the more that you do it, the less people look at the red, white, and blue and the more they start to accept that, "Mm, okay, well, this is a new world we'll have to accept now. And you continue to keep the pressure and little by little, you've claimed dominion, you've claimed territory. I want you to think of the story of Joshua coming to the captain of the Lord of Hosts army. He sees him standing on ground. This is very symbolic. This is symbolic of the same nature of a flag. And he says, are you for us or against us? And he says, neither. He says, but you're standing on holy ground. Take off your sandals. And Joshua takes off his sandals and bows before him. See, there's an importance of taking back land. When Joshua was was given command over the people of Israel after Moses died, God told him that just as in Moses, everywhere his heel touched would be land he would reclaim for kingdom. Do you not think Satan knows that? This is a very real war about physical territory, about taking things back. And so... We have to. We have to do that in a mighty way. We have to start planting flags. And whether it's an American flag or whether it's your bard's flag, because the bard's flag is just a symbolism of kingdom, there has to be an understanding that there can be no more. We can give no more quarter.
it must end. And unless we get that in our hearts and our bellies and let the fire light, we're going to lose this and then wonder why, why everything is not going right. It's going to be so far gone that there'll be no recovery and the pedophiles will be in charge and the freaks will be in uniform and we're going to be at the worst possible situation we can. There's a reason that they're increasing recruiting of the pedophiles and freaks into the military. And they're giving them their flag. There's a reason, and you start to see this all over, how soft people are getting to this. In the movie The Chosen, or the series The Chosen, you saw that that came out the other day, that they had a LGBT flag on the set. The directors come back giving all sorts of excuses, explaining that we don't question people, we don't want to get into what they personally believe. That's lame. What people believe and what they stand for matters. And the flags matter. We don't see a heterosexual flag flying anywhere. And you don't yet see the UN flag, but I'm sure that one's coming. But it'll be in a different form. If we've allowed one flag, many more will follow. And you can look at any sort of Hollywood film. There's been many of them on the attack on the White House. And every single time, there's a very important symbolism that happens that always ends up being when the enemy temporarily occupies and takes over a space, they hoist a flag. Make no mistake, we have been taken over from within. We are now an occupied nation. The American flag is only being left up high simply to pacify the people. But the flag of power that flies now through this entire month under the flag of the American flag, at least for now, is the rainbow flag. And that rainbow flag represents those whom are seeking to make sure that America never rises again. They are the ones who are looking to destroy America. They are the pedophiles and freaks who traffic kids, who groom children, who are destroying a generation so that when that generation comes forward, they won't seek to see the American flag flying high. They will ask to see the rainbow flag fly because for them it will represent unity, globalism, togetherness. We have a choice to make. And these choices, this window of choices is narrowing each and every day. And we are so timid as a nation to step into this. We're afraid of being called a bigot. We're afraid of being called homophobic. We're, we're, we're afraid of stepping in on any of this. You know, the Armenians, they were down in L.A. They burned a flag in front of the school. They burned a rainbow flag. They're now being investigated for a hate crime. And two young boys who stole a, an LGBT flag off of some, a rainbow flag off of somebody's porch are now being investigated in L.A. with potential 10 years in prison. You see what they've done. They've turned the rules. They have the legal system. We're seeing this dog and pony show up in D.C. This, there's no lead justice. Just take a look at what happened to Hunter Biden. There's no justice. If you or I did any of those things, we'd already be in prison. We'd probably be looking at life. But this system has turned and it's been occupying our country and is occupying our country through the legal processes. This is what unrestricted warfare does, and they are in their final phases of control. Hence represented by the mass, mass saturation of flags. 
So as always, the question is, what do we do? For one, take action locally like they did in Orange County to see measures passed to make sure that under any no under no circumstances can a, a rainbow flag fly in your city buildings or your or your county buildings. That has to stop. We have to start drawing a line. We have to start reintroducing the flag of the nation. And I know there's all sorts of discussion about being gold-fringed or not gold-fringed. You know what? At this point, I don't care. Fly the red, white, and blue. I know that every place that we go, that we set up a Bards Fest, it will be black-flagged. Because that's kingdom territory, and that will be give no quarter. And that means something significant to me. And I want you to hear this as we close. When I say give no quarter on kingdom territory, that means under no circumstances will anything violate that space. That no matter what, we will stand to. Always leading first with the sword of the spirit, but in, no, in absolutely every case, whoever flies that understands that you're willing to lay down your life to protect that kingdom space. We used to believe that as a nation. Today, we walk around and let the flag fly and don't care. We put up the faggot flag everywhere and we don't care. This stuff infuriates me. And the, com the complicity of America is huge. Americans have become weak. I don't understand how it happens so successfully, but they are a broken nation. And that leaves a remnant to do the right thing. A nation does not need the majority to overthrow it. A nation needs a dedicated 10%. And if you have the dedicated 10%, the sheep will follow. But the dedicated 10% have to give everything that they have. You have to be willing to lay down everything because you're not fighting for yourself. You're fighting for your children. And if you have children or grandchildren, I need you to think about this tonight and ask yourself how you will be if still in your lifetime you see this flag fall and you see the rainbow flag fly and that becomes the flag of the nation because we're almost there. It's time to choose. It's time to choose whom you serve. It's also time to choose what you're willing to sacrifice. What do you believe in so much that you're willing to sacrifice everything to defend? Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled and with just a heaviness in our heart. We have sat here sadly as a nation as we have been silently and quietly occupied as the symbolism of the occupiers is now flying in our face and that occupier we know its source it all comes from the father of lies an occupation that's driven by sexuality as a definition of who we are an occupation that's driven by deviant sex even worse as a definition of who we are and they are flying their flags and flaunting them in our face as they have securing land. So, Father, I make this proclamation that for all that will join in prayer tonight, that will end now. That everywhere that we place our heel on this land, as with Joshua, we claim that space for kingdom. Everywhere that our vehicle travels, that our tires touch the earth, we claim that for kingdom space. And in the name of kingdom, Everywhere that our heel touches the ground, we will give no quarter. This is a time that we must make our choice of whom we shall serve. And Father, I know whom I serve. I serve you. 
I serve kingdom. No matter what the cost, this is the mission I've been given for all those that will join. I say, send me. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Father, is, our, is listening to our prayers. We have an obligation to take a step into this world and be bold. And we have to continue to decide for ourselves what type of future we want. We have a choice in this. And while it's important to maintain that strength of a loving, forgiving heart, it does not say be weak and give up territory. We are to occupy, expand, and subdue. It's that simple. So patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. 
ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 